Do you find yourself struggling to get stuff done? You wish you had accomplished more than you had. You have great ideas. You got vision. You're ready to build this business, but you just get overwhelmed with what to do first, second, and third, or how to schedule your time, or you're boggled down with a bunch of productivity apps that are slowing you down. If any of that relates to you, then I think you're going to really, really enjoy this episode as I break down my stupidly simple four-part productivity system. This is how I get stuff done in two businesses every single week while still having time to live my life, raise my kids, be a husband, be involved in my church, and just enjoy some downtime. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 84 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I know you'd rather be being productive, (laughs) and you're taking some time out of your day to listen to me. So I will promise to make it worth your time so that the time spent here will help you save tons of time later and make a lot of progress on the things you want to make progress on. One element of productivity is actually creating a business that works smarter so you don't have to work harder. That's why I'm a big proponent of passive income. And I would love to show you how you can create your first $1,000 a month of passive income, even if you only have 30 minutes a day to devote to it. If you want to know the four parts to creating a dependable income stream, a predictable income stream, one that will grow and pay you even if you're not working in it, then I want you to go watch this workshop, my passive income workshop. It's absolutely free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop or click the link below and just dive in there when you get a few moments and watch it. There's a ton of great content. It's super actionable. Uh, It's It should be paid, but it's free. I want you to know the exact business model. And so you don't waste any time, no fluff, just dive in and use it. Like a lot of my students have just built their entire businesses around this material. It's how I run both of my businesses. It's one big element of why I'm able to get a lot done is because I'm not actually having to do a ton. Once you get this business model in place, it will work smarter for you. So you don't have to work too hard big, big proponent and fan of this business model. Again, it's absolutely free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. All right, let's dive into productivity. Uh, And this is based off of one of my six-figure community members, Krista. She wrote into the community just the other day, I'm wondering if you have any advice around project management, productivity, outlining, and breaking down goals. Okay, see if you can identify what she says here. I often find myself overwhelmed about what needs to be done for my business, sometimes so much that it paralyzes any forward movement whatsoever. Taking right action is something I'm struggling with, and I'm feeling so ready to break through these stagnant patterns, create efficient and effective work habits. I would love to know, what is your system? How do you organize it? Do you use a program like Asana or Trello? Do you have a spreadsheet? Do you use pen and paper? Have you transformed in this way personally and feel like sharing your story? Anything that might be helpful, I'm all ears, exclamation point. Krista, I love this question. And as you know, if you're watching or listening, I already answered you inside of our private community. Um, But what I wanted to do here was take my answer 
and teach it to you here because I think it's very, very helpful. Um, what Krista's asking is what what's your system for staying on top of your business and getting stuff done um, and doing the right things, not just the things, right? But doing the right things. And then she she kind of clarified where her head was at when she asked, are you using Asana? Are you using Trello? These are two, you know, very similar organizational tools. A lot of companies use these programs to like keep people on the same page. My wife uses Asana, uh, like their entire business is built into Asana. Uh, and so I told her, and I'm going to tell you here, the only tools that I use to run my businesses, to stay organized and stay productive are, you ready for it? My Google calendar, which is free, my iPhone notes app, which comes on the iPhone and a legal pad. So if you've got an, uh, a smartphone and the internet, then those two apps are free, notes app and a calendar. Uh, and the legal pad was, pad was maybe, I don't know, a dollar per pad um, and a pen. So I didn't forget to mention that I got a pen. So here's the four part system. Here's, and this is important. Um, and we've got to preface this because when you have a business, whether you're starting out or you're in year 10, the problem is still the same. There are a million things you could be doing in your business, but only a few of them really matter. There's a limited, a limited amount of time at your disposal, and so you really want to make sure you're doing the right things, doing them in an intentional, strategic way, and not getting sidetracked. It's so easy to get sidetracked. If you get sidetracked on social media or get lost at answering emails or you know, changing the, the fonts or the colors of the buttons on your website. Like, I've been there, okay? We've all been there. We all waste time on stuff that actually doesn't move the business forward. But part of becoming a big boy, big girl in your business is developing a system that helps you get the right things done. And here is my four-part system. And it starts with part one, which is get clear on your quarterly goals. Get clear on your quarterly goals. Okay, why quarterly goals? Okay, I want you to listen to this quote from Brian Moran, or um, he, Brian Moran, Moran, let's say Moran. Um, he makes the case in his amazing book, The 12-Week Year, um, that the solution to more productivity, better goal setting is to dump the 12-month model, so the year-long model, like here's what I want to accomplish this year, and move it to a 12-week model. Pretend like there's nothing else happening except for the next 12 weeks. So it almost prohibits you from planning too far down the road um, and worrying about it and just getting really, really focused. And so I'm going to read a series of long quotes from him. They're not too long, don't worry, but give me two paragraphs so you understand where his head's at. This will better explain why I do what I do. All right, now this is Moran speaking. What is it about year-end? Why do people behave differently in November and December than they do in July and August? Inevitably, it's because there's a deadline for which for most people is December 31st. The end of your year represents a line in the sand, a point at which we measure our success or failure. I'm going to jump in here. This would include salespeople. This would include businesses who their final year revenue marker will be will be up by the end of the year. So they'll do a bunch of promotions at the end of the year. Like that hard and fast deadline gets them motivated to get stuff done, right? Um, so it's a deadline. That's why people are get end up getting a lot of stuff done at the very end of the year. They might drag their feet for 11 months and then December, they're like, oh, I got to get this thing out there. I got to get this thing launched. That's like a lot of my students right now in my community are like, I got to get this thing launched before December 31st. Why? I think it's a great idea, but why Why do they feel that pressure? Because it's, it's some arbitrary deadline at the end of the year. So 
going back to Moran, he says, a year is no longer 12 months. It is now only 12 weeks. That's right. A year is now a 12-week period, and there are no longer four periods in a year. That's old thinking. Now there's just a 12-week year, followed by the next 12-week year, ad infinitum. Each 12-week period stands on its own. It is your year. And finally, he says, the great thing about having a 12-week year is that the deadline is always near enough that you never lose sight of it. It provides a time horizon that is long enough to get things done, yet short enough to create a sense of urgency and a bias for action. Okay, end quote. Great book, by the way, The 12-Week Year by Brian Moran. Um, it, it's never proven to be untrue that deadlines have a magical power. When I want to write songs for an album, if I just say, oh, I want to write, oh, I hope I get inspired, it never happens. But if I say, I want to release my album six months from today, stuff starts to happen. I want to write a song today. Stuff gets done. There is something inherently powerful about a deadline because it starts to trigger your brain, which is very powerful to think about, well, if that were true, if I had to get it done by then, what would I have to do to make that happen? You start to create, you know, you backfill all the steps. This is Parkinson's law, right? Well, Parkinson's law isn't this. It, Parkinson's law states that work expands to fill the time that we give it, right? So your your productivity in a year expands to give to the whole year if you give it the whole year. But if you say, I, I got to get stuff done in 12 weeks, you'll somehow get it done in 12 weeks. So there's power in the deadline. Um, and it creates what he says, this sense of urgency and a bias for action. The only way you're going to grow your business, right, is to do something in your business. Now, it could be that you're going out and getting more clients, or it could be that you're building this automatic passive income system that I talked about my about my passive income workshop at the beginning of this episode. Still, that's something you got to go do initially. Uh, I'm a fan of doing things that set you up for more passive income streams down the road. So it's working smarter, not harder, but you still have to take action and get that thing built. You got to launch the course. You got to get the audience built. You got to build the email funnel. Um, you got to do it. It's not going to do itself. So goals are so important. So what I like to do is I look at, you know, I call them quarterly. You can call them a 12-week year. It's it's virtually the same amount of time, right? Is, you know, as I'm taping this, we're getting, you know, we're getting into November. We're getting towards the end of the year. As you're thinking about the next year or the next 12-month period of your life, whenever you're listening or watching this, think about the next four quarters, and I want you to pick four major goals, one for each quarter. Now, I don't know what those goals are. For you, if you're at the very beginning, it could be get you know your, your website built and your email list set up and your first 10 pieces of content out there. You know, it could be launch my very first course. It could be launch my first membership. It could be, I don't know, lots of different things. If you already have your business in place, then your goals change. They could be, I want to promote this this month. I want to run a sale this month. I want to do a collaboration with somebody bigger than me this month. So I don't know what your goals are. You're going to have to decide what those goals are, but you probably know what you want to do. But you either do one of two things. You either put it off like, hey, next year I'd like to launch my course. Way, way too big of a time frame. You have to say next quarter it's going to be launched. In the next 12 weeks, I'm going to launch it. Don't give yourself longer than 12 weeks to do anything like that. Do it in the next 12 weeks. So you, you don't give yourself too long of a time frame. So 
that's could be one of you. One of you know, decide you could flip to could be this. Like you give yourself way too much time. Some of you though do the opposite. You're like, in the next 12 weeks, I'm gonna launch a brand new business. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to launch a mastermind. I'm going to, you know, run a marathon. Like I'm gonna do all these things, take a month-long vacation. It's like, it's not gonna work. You can't do all those things. Those are all great goals. But for your business, like what's the one main goal? If you could only accomplish one massive thing this quarter, what would it be? Just pick one. Is it launch a mini course? Is it like, look, I've never put anything in my funnel. I should just create, build, launch a mini course, and then put it in my funnel by the end of this quarter. That'd be huge. You could make some money, and then you could set up your automatic income stream to make perpetual income. That's great. But don't do two mini courses or a mini course and a membership. So just pick one. Just pick one. So get really clear on your quarterly goals. That's your first step. Think about these next four quarters, these next four 12-week years, as Moran would say, and pick four main goals, one for each one of them. If you can't think down the road that far, then just pick the next quarter. Just do one at a time. What do you want to accomplish in this next 12-week period? One major goal and get clear on it. So that's the first thing I do. So I look at quarterly. I knew going into 2020 what I was going, the big thing I was going to do every single quarter. So quarter one, I knew this past year I was going to update my my flagship course, which was going to involve a ton of filming and a ton of content. Uh, and so I, I was like, that's going to be the, if I get one thing done this quarter, that's going to be the main thing I do. Uh, quarter two, I was going to create, a, I think I did a Kajabi mini series. And I was going to um, relaunch my membership site. And there were some changes I wanted to do that. I forget exactly what that was. Quarter three, I knew I wanted to do this big webinar. Uh, and then quarter four, I've, I'm kind of forgetting. Quarter four, I've done a couple different things. Um, but I, I had mapped out you know, one main thing. Like I didn't have multiple main things per quarter. And I'm about to get away. At the end of December, I always try to get away for two nights. And, and look back at what the year did and, and what was good, what was bad. Look at analytics, look at anecdotal stuff, just celebrate the wins, dream about the next year and plan out the next four quarters of what I want to launch, what I want to build. So I'm going to have 2021s mapped out when I do that. Uh, if you're interested in that process, I can certainly document that or do, do an episode on my end of year, beginning of year planning uh, trip that I do if you want to know how I, I operate that. So Get clear on those goals. That's the if you, that's all you did today, that'd be huge. If you got really clear on the one thing you know you need to do in the next twelve weeks, that'd be awesome. Step number two is you have you can't just end there because that could be still become overwhelming. Oh, I got to launch a mini course. Well, so what does that mean? I got to launch it by you know March thirty first. Okay, great. Well, what does that mean? What are you going to do about it? You got to break down the main goals or projects into weekly and daily deadlines on your calendar. So I dream about the goals. Now my first tool comes into play. Just good old-fashioned calendar app. So I say, okay, I want to launch this on this date. So then I start to backtrack from there. What would I have to be doing? So if I'm launching a product, I need to finish the sales page by this day. I need to finish the sales emails by this week. I need to finish the actual filming by this week. Like You just backtrack. And then you just start to put at least weekly deadlines. If they get smaller than that, you can do daily deadlines for some of those things. But generally speaking, I have at least weekly deadlines. This week, I need to finish this process. This week, I need to finish this process. So if you've got 12 weeks to launch something, you can backtrack from there 
what would I need to be doing in the 11th week? And then what would I need to be doing in the 10th week? And backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. And then figure out if that's too much time or not enough time for each step. Some steps might be a two-week step. Some steps might be a two-day step. But that's your responsibility to look at the whole goal, break it up into chunks, and put those deadlines on your calendar. So then when you come into work one week, like I came in this week, I look at my calendar, I can see that this week, I have to write some sales copy for something that I'm launching. It has to be done this week because that's what I agreed to with myself in my calendar weeks and weeks ago. If I don't do it, then I'm pushing everything back and everything gets delayed. So I go by my calendar. I live and die by my calendar and it's digital because that way it's on my, my computer when I'm at the office and it's also on my phone when I'm out and about and need to just quickly look ahead at the week or you know plan something or schedule something. So just to have a simple calendar, it's it's so simple, right? I've got my quarterly goals. I'm breaking it down into weekly or daily goals, but weekly at the very minimum and putting those deadlines in my calendar. Following so far? Next, I bullet out every single related task to those goals in my notes app on my phone and check them off as I go. So for example, if one of my weekly deadlines was write the sales copy this week, then what I would do is in my notes app, I'd write sales copy, then underneath that I have bullets. And it'd be like, write the outline, um, finalize the hook, pull my best testimonials. Um, like it would, I would break it down into just the multiple steps. And then I would, that way I see like the week goal broken down into like the little teeny things. If it's like finalize the sales page, that could mean, you know, making sure there's no spelling errors, testing all the offers. It could mean uploading the sales video. I mean, you could break that down to filming the sales video, editing the sales video, uploading the sales video, however you want to break it down so that I can check those off on my notes app as I go. Because there's a lot of tiny little details in any kind of launch or project that could easily get lost. You've got the big goal, you've got the weekly goals, and then sort of like the subtasks within those weekly goals. I like to see them visually in my notes app and check off as I go. If you don't want to break them down into each task, you could still take the whole goal, the whole 12-week goal, and break that down into like the 30 little subtasks. Um, and that way you have a, just a different view of them. you got the overall week-to-week goal that you need to run with and stay abreast of with your calendar, but then you can like check off the very specifics in your notes app. That just feels good. And then a lot of times what happens is as I'm in the middle of working on something, let's say I'm finishing up the course, I might realize, you know what, I need to uh, create some of the downloadables or I need to turn all the videos into audio files as well or turn all my slides into PDF notes as well. And I, I don't have time to do it right now. So I will add that to my notes app as a specific subtask that needs to be done at some point. Um, and that way I won't forget it. And then when I'm going through to get to the end of my launch or my product, or project, not only am I staying, you know, on pace with my calendar, but the the notes app really tells me what's left. What am I missing? Oh, I wanted to reach out to some potential affiliates. I have to I write that down and I'm like, oh yeah, I got to do that. So that's like my sort of like task where maybe you'd use Trello or Asana to like mark off specific tasks. I, I don't like those platforms. I get overwhelmed with having to learn them, having to keep, it's just like another tool. It's not as direct. It just slows me down 
where if I have my calendar, I know what I'm doing each week in general in life, work and play. Uh, but then my notes app is just really simple. It's as basic as it gets. I have a note for the project and I've got all the different things I need to do and I can just literally touch them and they get checked off. And if you set up your notes app to, to move, then the moment you check it off, it moves to the bottom. And so you always keep the, the unchecked ones at the top. And we take it final step, fourth step, as I use my legal pad, keep it on my desk and I grab my pen. And at the end of each workday, I write down the three things I need to do tomorrow. Now, those three things may not all be related to the project because you might still need to like interact with your student community or you might need to have a call or a meeting with somebody or there might be other things that are ongoing. You might need to film your latest video for the week, um, might need to send out your email for the week. But still, that is my, when I show up in the morning and I look at my legal pad, I'm like, these are the three things I said with a clear head yesterday or at the end of the week, last week, if it's a Monday, that I need to focus on today. These are the most important things. I'll look at my calendar every morning, but I'll look at those three things and say, if I get these three things done, it was a success of the day. If I don't, um, I better have a good reason for why I got sidetracked and did something else. And sometimes that happens. But it takes, see what we did here? We took, what do I want to do this year? We broke it into quarters. Okay. What do I want to launch in the next 12 weeks this quarter? Let's break it down into weeks with deadlines. Okay, what are the subtasks within all those things? We've got them in my phone. Okay, that's still overwhelming. What do I got to do today? What do I got to do today? Right? Start with a big, narrow it down to the daily task. The only way people get big things done in their lives and accomplish big things is by showing up and doing something towards your goal each and every day. You're slowly chipping away at it, right? You can't really shortcut much of these things. You might have a killer day, but there's only so much you can do in a day. So I know that sounds obvious, but the, the point of that statement is don't underestimate what you do in a day. Every day matters. So you need to know what you need to do today. The only way to know what you need to do today is to give yourself deadlines. No one is going to give yourself a deadline. If you work for yourself, one of the biggest challenges is there's no manager. A good project manager is doing all this for his or her team. They know the big goals that corporate wants. They know who they have on their team. They break it down into weekly goals. They break it down into subtasks. And they really depend on their employees to manage their own day-to-day, -day, but they're going to check in. And they might say, look, are you working on this today? How did this go yesterday? That's the whole point of a project manager, to manage the project. But you don't have a project manager. You have to be your own project manager. That's why running your online business, it's not just fun and games. Like You have to be so self-disciplined because it's up to you to use your time wisely. Yes, I have a ton of passive income. And yes, I could just lay that couch behind me right now. I could just lay on that couch and nap all afternoon. And you know what? I thought about it today. I'm a little tired. I stayed up watching some football last night. I'm a little tired and I was traveling over the weekend, but I'm, I'm not going to do that because I need to record this for you. It's on my to-do list today. It's very important, but yeah, I could do it tomorrow, but I got things I need to do tomorrow. Yeah, well, yeah, I could put that off next week. Well, sure. And sometimes you've got to take the luxury of working for yourself and saying, you know what? I'm not feeling this today. I'm going to do it another time. In fact, a week ago, I was supposed to film this for you. But I came into the office. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, was not feeling it. 
did not feel creative, did not feel motivated. That's very rare for me. But I knew that if I did just push through, sometimes I do push through because I just, I want to stick to my schedule. And I know that just discipline usually trumps, you know, how you feel. Like I don't wait till I feel great to do it. It's work. So I do the work. But sometimes I'm really not having a great day. And that's the way I felt a week ago. I was like, dude, I'm not going to make great content. So I just tabled it and I worked on something else that was more mindless, but still on my to-do list. I just swapped days. So sometimes I'll do that. I was just working on something back in the back end of Kajabi. And that's great. Um, I was happy to do that. I didn't have to interact. I didn't have to be on camera. I didn't have to have any energy. I didn't have to think clearly. I could just chip away at something pretty mundane. So take advantage of that freedom, yes. But a lot of you either take advantage of that freedom too often or don't have any compass, any direction. You have a dream. You might even have broken it down. It might be in your calendar. But you haven't broken it down to the day-to-day what I got to do today to move this ball down the field. And it might feel like I'm never getting any closer. It might feel like I've so much left to do. Don't worry about that. If you, if you backdated it well and you know I'm launching in 12 weeks, so the sales page needs to be done the week before and the sales emails the week before that or, or however you got it done, just trust your calendar. Trust the, the, the timeline that you set up. And you can always swap it out if you need to or move it up or move it back or whatever. But trust what you created and just break it down into the daily chunks so you don't have to think about too much. When I'm doing a launch, I don't like to think about all the sales copy I got to write. That could be overwhelming. I just focus on the course. And when the course is done for the product or whatever, and then I focus on the sales copy. And I don't focus on the sales emails or the launch emails till I've written the sales copy because I'm going to borrow a lot of that. So it does me no good to think too far ahead, but I know when it's due. I know when it's due, and then I know what I got to do this week. I know all the subtasks, and I, even all the subtasks in a week could be a lot. So I say, hey, tomorrow, just focus on this. If you do this tomorrow, you're making progress. And that's how you get places. It's literally as obvious as it sounds. It's one step at a time. But if you don't take steps or you don't get clear on which direction to take steps, you're just going to sit around and not get anywhere. That's up to you to, to map out where you're going to go and what steps you're going to take. But then you don't have to take massive leaps every day. You just have to take baby steps. That's fine. I'm not doing a ton in any given day. I'll come home and be like, what did I do today? I don't know. I did a little bit of stuff. But that's the story of 11 years of being in business and millions of dollars made later is I did a little bit of stuff today. It's that That's how you stay productive is you don't slow down. You don't get overwhelmed. You don't bite off more than you can chew either. I don't do a ton. I just do a little bit each day and I spread it out based off of what, what kind of time I can deliver uh, and how much energy I have. And But I, I'm consistent. Does that make sense? So again, the only tools I'm using are a, a calendar, my notes app, and legal pad. Start big. What are your quarterly goals? Pick one big massive goal per quarter and then Break that down into weekly deadlines so that your your literally your calendar has this has to be accomplished this week, this accomplished this week. That might take you some time. But that could be the most productive thing you do all day is dream up what you're going to launch this next quarter, what you're going to work on, what's the big thing you want to accomplish. And then not only that, what are the, the weekly deadlines? That would be huge. And then you can get a little more nuanced and refined by writing down all the specific subtasks so you don't lose track of those little ones. And you can check them off as you go in, in a notes app where it's just real simple and fast. And then I really think a lot of you would benefit from having that legal pad and just at the end of your day, give yourself 10, 15 minutes to land the plane, as we say before. You don't just don't just close the laptop and run away. Like stop 15 minutes earlier, 
take a deep breath, look at your legal pad and say, okay, how are we doing this week? What needs to be finished this week? Okay, where are we? Okay, what what are the three things I got to do tomorrow? Right, those three, the three most important things. Like if I got these three things done, I would feel good about myself. If I didn't get them done, it would be kind of a waste of a day. Write those three things down, down on paper. I don't like to do that digitally. I like to see it in paper. And there's also something powerful about writing it down. Put the pen down, walk away. So when you come in the morning, you can go, yep, that's right. That's what I got to do today. And that's how you get real productive. That's how you stay on track. You're not going to get super confused with a cumbersome digital system. Hey, if you like Asana, if you like Trello, use it. That's great. I'm very, very simple, very, very old school, and it works for me. So I got a question for you. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment below. And let me know what is your organization or productivity system that you use. Do you use a tool, a digital tool to help you do that on your phone or on your computer? Uh, do you have simple pen and paper? Do you have a calendar? How do you like to organize? And what of these four steps resonated with you? You might already be doing some of it, might be doing all of it, but which of these four steps really resonated with you? I'd love to hear your comments below. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love for you to leave a review uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast and let me know that you listen to this episode and what your productivity system is, if you have one. And if you want to take it a step further, you can leave me a comment below and let me know what's your next 12-week goal. What's your quarterly goal going to be? You don't have to get into a ton of details, but like, is it like, I'm going to launch my mini course. I'm going to update a product. I'm going to write a book proposal. I don't know. What is your big quarterly goal that you're going to do? Leave them a comment below. And if time is tight and you're like, look, my goal in general is just to make some money online. <laughs> we have to break that down into more realistic goals one of the most realistic things you could do is shoot to earn $1,000 a month in your business. That's a great goal. A lot of friction at the beginning, so that might seem impossible at the beginning, but once you realize how possible it is, then you'll easily be able to move to $2,000, $4,000, $8,000 a month, which is just about six figures a year. It's very doable, but if you could make your goal to create $1,000 a month of passive income, that'd be huge. In fact, that could be one of your 12-week goals. The next quarter, make $1,000, period. And then the quarter after that, make that consistently happening every single month. The best way to do that is to have all four of the passive income elements in play. The best way to learn how to put those together is to watch my passive income workshop. It's 100% free. It walks you through the four components you need and some of the best tips and tricks and tools to get that done. And even you can rip some of the templates straight out of my, my business that I'm using that have made me a ton of money and to get you a little bit of a head start. And again, it's designed even if you only have 30 minutes a day to dedicate to this. I'm sure you're busy. I'm sure you're doing a lot of other things and you're just getting started. If that's the case, if you have 30 minutes, if you can give me 30 minutes a day, you can do this. If you have more time, great. It'll go faster. But at the very least, 30 minutes a day, that's three hours a week, you can build your $1,000 a month automatic income stream. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop, watch the workshop, and then guess what? What's better than watching it? Actually doing it, actually implementing it. My best students not only watch my stuff, but they implement it. And then you can be on your way to making your first $1,000 a month in passive income. GrahamCocker.com slash workshop, or if you're watching on YouTube, click the link below. Hope this was helpful. Hope this was encouraging and insightful. Thanks for hanging with me. I always appreciate your time. It means a ton. Your comments, your feedback, uh, emails I've been getting, it's just been phenomenally encouraging. Um, so thank you for being a part of this community and for supporting what I do here. Stay healthy, stay safe, 
and I'll see you in another episode real soon.